The Self-Made Life Podcast is a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. I'm here to inspire small, local, and creative businesses along their journey to success. I'll share a behind-the-scenes look at what it's like to run and scale a business, branding tips, and I'll also be chatting with other entrepreneurs to share their stories and what it's like to be self-made. Welcome back to another episode of the Self-Made Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Wyatt, and today I want to talk about what makes a good versus a great logo design. So a lot of people that come to me, they're like, I just need a logo, or um, I don't need branding, or I don't need strategy, and I just want to like back up and say like a logo will only take you so far. So there are other key elements that are very much necessary to help you grow and scale your business and aid in flexibility um, in using your collateral across all the platforms and touch points of your business and brand. So if you've ever wondered what sets a great logo apart, tune in and continue listening to this episode to find out. So most of the time you see the finished product of a logo design, but really creating a beautiful logo is a long and thoughtful process of getting to know the heart of your business and your dream clients. So each of those elements from the color story down to your fonts is truly intentionally chosen to tell your story and reflect your brand's personality. So today we're going to dive in to helping you dissect the anatomy of a great logo and what sets it apart from your competitors from choosing your color palette, your fonts, and what to truly form a positive impression of your brand. So why is a logo so important? A logo design, it's such a small element that tells so much. It truly represents who you are and what you stand for, and it also tells your clients what you do and attracts those ideal clients um, to build that authentic connection with your brand. So in a digital world where visual is king, your logo is the face of your brand and one of the first things your customer will interact with. So think about brands that you interact with daily. Starbucks, for example, you see that mermaid on a cup and it's such an abstract icon, but you immediately think Starbucks coffee and it really kind of like sets the tone for what it's all about, right? So chances are you instantly know as soon as you drive up to that Starbucks drive-thru because of that green logo and same with Coca-Cola. So even without having a can in front of you, you know instantly what that Coca-Cola logo looks like. So all of this considered an effective logo is essential for cultivating a strong and memorable and recognizable brand identity for your small business that resonates with your dream clients and will over time build trust and loyalty with your audience. So 
Before the logo design, we take a step back and we really want to define your brand personality. So when it comes to crafting the perfect logo, you'll want to start by defining your brand personality. And this includes key attributes and characteristics of your brand. So maybe your small business is elegant, gives off more of a carefree or creative feel. So no matter what it is, defining your brand personality is one of the first steps in crafting a great logo and should be done before you even begin sketching out your logo design. Then you also want to think about who your ideal client is. Once you've defined your brand personality, you want to make sure that it aligns with those dream clients. So think about who your dream customer is and what they value. Reflect on their lifestyle, their career, what problems and challenges you're facing, what they look for when choosing a brand to support, and really being familiar with your dream client will also help you to go out into your logo design knowing how to appeal to your customers and craft a positive impression of your brand that aligns with those ideal customers' values and their lifestyles and desires. So we all want to weed out those not so great clients and work with more of our dream and ideal clients. So that is key. And then we get into the anatomy of a great logo. So now that you've kind of defined your brand personality and are familiar with your dream client, a great logo design seeks to achieve alignment between your personality and your dream clients values needs lifestyles and desires to create a sense of loyalty and credibility and also to be memorable so logo design is all about storytelling and is thoughtfully crafted to appeal to your dream clients so here's what goes into crafting those great logos the number one way to achieve success on instagram is through consistency That means showing up with high-quality, attention-grabbing, valuable posts. Now, I know what you're thinking. It can be exhausting and overwhelming trying to keep up with the pace. That's why I've created 50 Instagram prompt ideas and 12 eye-catching Canva templates for you to use absolutely free. So all of the hard work is done for you. All you have to do is show up consistently, sit back, and watch your Instagram grow. Head on over to the link in my bio on Instagram and get your free templates today. So we look at color. So color is a big one. So in the world of color psychology, each color really affects how a a consumer perceives your brand. So color is so important that with your and matches your brand identity that 62 to 90% of customers' first impressions are based on the color alone. So therefore, you know, your color story is pretty key in creating a positive perception of your business. It's important to resonate with those dream clients and evoking an emotional connection to your products and services. So color, emotional response, and in turn drives that consumer behavior. Now, if you're not too sure about what color means what, I'm going to link in the show notes my free color psychology guide so you can work through that, look at all the different colors, and kind of pinpoint 
what each color means and how it aligns with your branding or the other way around like figuring out what values align with each color so that you can set up your color palette so just kind of a couple to give you through this audio so pink is seen as a nurturing soft and feminine color orange is a friendly it's energetic it's courageous creative red is very powerful it's passionate it's it's energetic it's excited it's very strong yellow is more optimistic it's friendly it's happy cheerful brown is more earthy authentic warm reliable also serious blue instills trustworthy loyalty it's also logical and intuitive it's also very corporate color Uh, purple is spiritual imaginative wise authentic quality and it's also linked to royalty because purple was the most difficult and expensive hue to create back in the day of like medieval times or before um so yeah purple is a very royal hue uh green is very natural nurturing kind balanced calm gray is more of like a timeless neutral reliable and intelligent hue and then black is seen as powerful sophisticated glamorous elegant and white is sincere pure simple and peaceful tell me in the show notes what are your brand colors and what do they say about you because I am so curious and then also you want to think about your type so the typography and finding the right fonts so along with color fonts are as important in making a great logo so a logo designer will choose fonts that communicate your personality and resonate with your your ideal audience. So similar to the color psychology, brand font psychology uh, studies also show different types of fonts influence a consumer's behavior and perceptions of your brand. So why are fonts important in a logo design so it takes five to seven impressions for your dream client to remember your brand that's that's a lot it's not going to be like first like right off the bat so when your fonts are consistent building that consistency you're creating a memorable brand identity and the way that text is written matters as well so your typography changes the perception of your brand if you don't believe us, then, you know, picture our website header written in Comic Sans. How would you perceive that? It would definitely be less professional. It would look childish and it definitely wouldn't have the same credibility. So uh, make sure that you are looking at what fonts you're using and making sure that they align. Different types of fonts because I am a type nerd and what they say about you so serifs so serifs are those little feet at the end of the letter forms and they were derived by 
Roman um, stone carvers embellishing their work. That's kind of how they originated. And over time, the thicks and the thins, the contrast between strokes got more and more thin and thick to create more modern uh, serif fonts. And then altogether, they just did away with the serifs and sans serifs were created. So sans means it's French for without. So serifs with the ones with little feet really kind of stand for established, trustworthy, timeless, classic, reliable, whereas sans serif is more modern, engaging, honest, sensible, and forward-thinking. Script fonts are more handwritten, so they can be seen as elegant, creative, thoughtful, personal, feeling uh, driven, and some modern typography can be unique, distinct, intelligent, and innovative. And there's also decorative or display fonts, which are unique and casual and fun, but these should be limited just to titling or headers or used minimally because they often are a little bit more difficult to read. Same with script fonts. So yeah, color and typography play a huge role in crafting your brand. So the details, um, so telling the story of your brand. So at its core, logo design is all about storytelling. Your logo is the face of your brand and it's helping you to create that consistent, memorable, and authentic identity that really resonates with your dream clients and customers. So apart from your fonts and colors, graphics and details also make all the difference in crafting that unique logo design that really reflects the heart and soul of your business. So your logo can pay homage to the name of your brand, what you create, your tagline is also just as important, your main logo, you can have alternative logos, submarks, and kind of a brand suite so that you have the flexibility to interject these different graphics and logo elements throughout all the different touch points such as social media, email marketing, business card, print collateral, social media graphics, and more. And on your website, of course. So some examples could be, you know, the submark or a monogram. A great example is one that we recently did with Carson and Co. Is she's a calligrapher and has a creative studio. So we wanted to pull in a pen like a nib from a pen in the little inner part of that nib there is an inkwell and it's usually just a circle but we created a heart within that because she does a lot of hand lettering and calligraphy for weddings and events so we wanted to really pull in that heart-centered motif and graphic to really pull everything together another one is blackbird photography so feeling free flying birds so we created these like hand sketched birds and incorporated that within her branding and of course our own branding monarch design co and really kind of bring in that monarch butterfly element into our branding so when it comes to logo designs you also just want to make sure that it's versatile so when the elements really come together we want to make sure that they work in black and white they work in one color they're simplified there's no like crazy like watercolor 
graphics because they're not scalable. We want it to be in vector form. That way that it it's the most versatile and simplified mark that can work across all platforms and mediums. Designing your logos to use across platform is just so, so important, especially in this ever-changing digital age. So avoid too much complexity. Otherwise, you know, you will lose those details and they'll be muddled when it's sized down. You want to effectively use white space so that your logo stands out and doesn't look cluttered. This is especially important when it's being used in a smaller capacity, including on your Instagram profile picture. So this is why, you know, a monogram or a submark or a simplified version of your logo is so, so important. And then you also want to be able to scale up or down easily. Let's say down the line, you know, you want to create a graphic on a truck or a vehicle wrap. If you have this small raster watercolor image, it's not going to scale correctly. It's going to be all pixelated. It's going to look, it's not going to look professional. So really work with a brand designer who will equip you with a vector version of your logo and put together guidelines for sizing your logo up and down for across different platforms so that you're not sacrificing the integrity of your brand. And then moving beyond just a primary logo, really include logo variations such as submarks and alternative logos because this will truly help you to create a consistent brand image that will reflect your personality and achieve versatility across and build that like, know, and trust with your audience. So if you are in need of creating a logo that tells your small business story and really connects with your audience in a meaningful way, we'd love to help you. So feel free to reach out. I will leave the contact link in the show notes. But yeah, we really like helping small businesses and creative entrepreneurs and helping them scale and grow their businesses beyond their wildest dreams. And if you know you're not ready to invest in working with an expert just yet, I hope that these key takeaways were super helpful in DIYing and making those changes to your brand or building out your logos. So until next time, have a great week, everyone, and we will talk soon. Bye. Hey, before you go, I just want to express my gratitude for sticking around and being here and just listening to this podcast. I would so, so appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review, subscribe to the podcast, and tell your friends and family about it. Share on social media. The more and more that we get these reviews, we get these feedbacks from you, um, and the more you share, the more that we're able to reach like-minded listeners just like you and help to provide more value. So I would just so, so appreciate it if you could share away and yeah, thanks so much for being here.